This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, coming to you once again. My mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. It's good to be back with you at this time to bring you another message from God's Word. And we're bringing you a study now. <clears throat> the Lord laid on our hearts. Speaking of the RSV Bible, modern translation of the Bible, or some folks call it the Antichrist Bible. And I call your attention in a previous study to the fact and demonstrated to you from the text itself how this Revised Standard Version Committee left out the article the and substituted the indefinite article a before all expressions referring to the Son of God or to the Son of Man when they had to make a choice between the two. At this time, I want to give you a further demonstration of how these modernistic scholars sought to eliminate the deity of Christ and garbled up every opportunity, any word that would exalt the Lordship of Christ and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let's note the modernizing of, of, the, the modernizing of style by the RSV Bible Committee and see how they humanize Christ. <clears throat> Chairman Weigel, W-E-I-G-L-E, of this committee says, one of the greatest issues which the present revivers faced was whether to retain the second person, singular, thou, with its correlative form, thee, thy, and thine. He goes on to say, after two years of debate and experience, it was decided to abandon these forms and to follow modern usage except in the language addressed to God. So this committee decided to drop the use of thou, thee, thy, and thine, except when they address deity, that is God. Now here's the trick that Satan pulled. Watch it now. Instead of applying thou and thee to God as they promised they would, they substituted the words you and your in every instance when referring to Christ. This means they rejected his deity. This means they refused to call the Lord Jesus Christ God. There is not one instance in the New Testament where they address Jesus or the Lord Jesus or the Lord Jesus Christ by the pronouns thou or thee. It's always you or your. Now, why is that? Why is this so? These modernists hate the deity and the virgin birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why do they hate it? It's because the deity and the virgin birth of Christ constitute his lordship. The King James Version follows the Greek exactly, irrespectively, uses the singular of the pronoun in addressing God, in addressing individual man, and in addressing the Lord Jesus Christ himself. It was all right for this group to, of modernistic scholars to say that they would use thou in language addressed to God and you in language addressed to man, but they should have used thou in language addressed to the Lord Jesus Christ, because he is God, the Son of God, according to John 10.30. However, this committee claimed that the reason they used you in addressing Christ was because he had become man. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that something? And also because some of those who addressed him did not recognize him, his deity as God, as the God-man. Now let me tell you one thing, my friend. God never left it up to any translator to decide in any case whether or not in his judgment 
the speaker recognize Jesus as God, nor to translate the same accordingly. But this committee, this committee with all of their intelligence and learning and pride, use the pronoun you throughout the address to address the Lord Jesus Christ because they do not believe in his deity. This committee's policy of dropping the pronoun thou and substituting the pronoun you in speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ when their rule was to use the common thou altogether when speaking of deity constitutes only one of the many attempts in this translation to degrade the Lord to the level of humanity. So we must come to this conclusion that it is a studied effort and a planned pattern instigated by Satan through the spirit of the Antichrist to deny the lordship of Jesus Christ according to John, 1 John 2, 22 and 23. Listen now. Who is a liar but he that denieth that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist that denieth the Father and the Son. Whosoever denieth the Son, the same hath not the Father. But he that acknowledges the Son hath the Father also. Now let's take up some of the passages and show you what they do. We promised you that. Now we're going to begin on it at this time. In Matthew 8:29, in the King James Version reads, And behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with thee? Jesus, thou Son of God. Now let's note the Revised Standard Version. And behold, they cried out, What have you to do with us, O Son of God? Will you notice that they dropped thou and substituted you? Do you know, my friend, the devils believe and tremble? According to James 2.19, they knew that Jesus was the Son of God, but his blinded dupes here deny the deity of Christ. Do you see how blinded they are? as they sit there trying to translate the scriptures. Now let's turn again to Matthew fourteen twenty-eight in the King James Version. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come on unto thee on the water. Now the RSV Version. And Peter answered, Lord, if it's you, bid me to come to you on the water. We notice that they dropped the pronoun thou and substituted you in addressing the Lord Jesus. Yet, who but deity could walk on water? Now, let's turn to Matthew 16, 16 in the King James Version. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, the RSV says, Matthew 16, 16. Now, Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Here is this great old passage of Scripture where everyone who knows anything about the Bible knows that Peter addressed the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God. Peter recognized Christ that he was the Son of God. Not only that, but Peter knew that he was the Son of God. Here, a poor old fisherman whom the Lord would call unlearned saw and acknowledged that Christ was deity and that he was the Son of God. And, and he addressed him as the Son of God. And Christ told, told him, My Father revealed unto you, verse 17. But here we have a committee who are supposed to be great scholars, worldly, intellectual scholars, yet their worldly wisdom they have never learned that the Lord Jesus is the Son of God. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 12, 11, No man calleth Jesus Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. On the other hand, who, who denies that Christ is Lord 
but by the spirit of Antichrist. So do you see, my friend, why we have called the Revised Standard Version Bible the Antichrist Bible? It's because the translators were led, controlled, dominated by the spirit of the Antichrist, for no born-again believer would ever sat in on that committee and permitted his Lord to be humanized, degraded, lowered to the place of man. No member of that committee, had he been saved, would have sat there and been partaker of the blasphemy against the Lord Jesus Christ, against his virgin birth, his deity. He would have protested it to the nth degree. This runs true throughout the entire New Testament, that is, eliminating the pronoun thou and substituting the pronoun you when referring to the Lord Jesus Christ. By doing this, they have said, we do not believe in the deity of Christ because they rule out. Listen now. Their rule was to use thou only when referring to deity or to God. So now, will you turn to Romans 9, 5? And, and listen, we'll show you their attempt to break the force of this great passage, which in the original says that Christ is God. Let me read now, Romans 9, 5. From the King James Version. Whose are, whose are the fathers, and of whom, as concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is over all, God blessed forever. Here is the definitely stated that Christ is God. Now let's turn to the Revised Standard Version, Romans 9, 5. To them belong the patriarchs, and of their race, according to the flesh, is the Christ, who is over all, and blessed be forever. Amen. Now, the attempt to break this great passage by making it read according to the flesh is the Christ. Then they begin a new sentence. God, who is all over, over all, blessed forever. If you'll get your Greek New Testament, you'll find in the original that there's no break after all. This committee makes fun of the expression in the original and laughs at the idea that Christ is God, but they take the prerogative right to reconstruct the Greek so that it will not read that Christ is God. This is one of the most underhanded attempts in the entire New Testament on the part of this committee to humanize Christ. They have left nothing unturned in this translation to strike at the heart of the deity of Christ, the Son of God. Now, my friend, I, I don't know a whole lot, and I have to read and study and come up with this information from others. But listen, the time that we're living in now, we're living in the last days. The Bible says when all of these things begin to take place, look up. What is all these things? What are all these things? All of the falling away, all of the apostasy, all of the downgrade. You don't have to be very smart to see that the world is taken over by Satan and his forces. All of the television movies now are so vulgar. They say, I don't hear them. I don't read them. I don't listen to them. And even now, on the mainstream news media, they use four-letter words day in and day out. All of those things, my friend, are a part of the falling away. Our children in school, even in our junior high, middle schools, now are uncorrectable. They're, just, they're, they're, they're going to, to detention centers. They don't have enough room to put them because they have not been taught at home. All of that is falling away, my friend. Our children are being abandoned in the dumpsters all over this nation and then left in cars to suffocate. All of this is a falling away, my friend. When I was a baby many years ago, it, it would have been unheard of for a mother to go off and leave her children at home 
alone or even go to work and leave them with a younger, older sister. None of those things. That's all a falling away. It's happened in the last 50, 60 years, my friend. Since I've been on this earth, I've been, I'm 73 years old, and I've seen it. I've seen the downgrade. I've seen it falling away in the churches where the pastors now are having affairs with their secretary and their piano player and the choir leaders running off with, the, with, the, with someone in the you know, Sunday school teacher. All of those things, my friend, I see them coming together. I can't, I can't even enumerate all of them, but it's a conglomeration of that falling away. And the Lord said, when that all begins to take shape, Look up. Taking the deity of Christ away from the Bible, that's part of the falling away. All of this modernism, all of this free willism, my friend. Oh, we're going to get into that one of these days. About the free willism. Folks say that man has a free will. No, you have a will, but it's free only to choose sin, my friend. It's a depraved heart that's only free to choose sin. You don't have to teach a child to curse and swear and, and talk ugly. They come here doing that. You have to correct them. But listen, man has deified, man has been deified. Christ has been put down on the level of man. There's no respect. They talk about the old man upstairs. They talk about Mother Nature. All of those things, my friend. Then they have translators wanting to take out that God was a man, that he was a woman. Oh, listen, my friend. It's, it's, a, it's, it's terrible. It's a terrible thing. The old trailblazer's heart is saddened. Broken and wounded and broken because of what's going on. But am I discouraged? No. Because the Lord said, look up, my child. Look up. Thy redemption draweth nigh. Would you think about the old trailblazer? Remember, this is a battle. Satan battles me every day and every day. But listen, remember my mailing address. It's the old trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 